0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا أما بعد السلام wa rahmatullahi wa وبركاته Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts I'm your host Malina Irshad Siddiq and this is the 12th in a series of discussions wherein we ponder and reflect about the Qur'an because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us one of two choices either we can be from among those who reflect about the Qur'an or on the Qur'an or we can be from among those who have locks upon their hearts, and of course we do not want to be of the latter. Today we look at the 12th Juz, which begins at verse 6 of Surah Hud and ends at verse 52 of Surah Yusuf. The core theme that runs throughout this Juz is the stories of the prophets. Both suar are focused on stories of the prophets but with very different outcomes. Surah Hud focuses on the stories of the destroyed nations who refused to listen to their messengers and were punished in this world. Surah Yusuf focuses on the story of Yusuf who attained success in both worlds. The first surah was sent as a warning to the Quraysh and the second as glad tidings to the Prophet wasallam. Together, they achieve the balance between warnings and glad tidings. Surah Hud is an important surah that should make us all reflect. It is so powerful that reflecting on it caused visible aging on the face of the Prophet wasallam. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma narrates that once the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appeared looking older. So Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, you have become grey. He replied, I have gone grey from Surah Hud, al Waqi'ah Al-Mursalat, Amma Yatasa'alun, and Idha, Idha Shamsu kubirat. This particular hadith is very revealing about the nature and what the makeup was of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just the very fact that the signs of age and the signs of stress, he immediately attributes to what? To the Akhirah. These surah of the Quran, the predominant theme in these surah is that it refers to eschatology most of the time. Eschatology means the study of death and what comes after death. So it speaks about the Akhirah. The Prophet became great and stressed out because of the Akhirah matters, not because of dunya matters. And I think that gives us a lot of insight on our messenger Muhammad and how we can live up to him by having similar concerns as he had. And by the way, the Prophet when they say he became grey, don't imagine for a moment that he became completely grey. In fact, they could count the number of grey hairs in the hair and beard of the Prophet when he passed away and it never amounted to more than about 17, subhanAllah. And this was just part of the beauty of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Not that having grey hair is you know, not having beauty. In fact, it's not permitted to pluck one's grey hairs. Surah Hud serves as a warning to all. Initially the Quraysh, but to us as well. The stories in this surah focus on nations that rebelled against the Prophets and were destroyed for it. The Muslim nation is not immune to this. We can be stripped for our blessings and punished in both worlds if we choose to live a life similar to these nations. The first story mentioned in the Surah is the story of Prophet Nuh which runs from verse 25 to 41. The story of Nuh and the flood is well known to everyone, not only Muslims. It was the first time that Allah destroyed a nation for their sins, and it has been recorded in the histories of every major nation, in every major religion. This is followed by the stories of Hud, Saleh, Lot, Shu'aib a.s. and their nations. Each of these stories follows a similar format and they are often repeated together throughout the Qur'an. These nations were not chosen at random. They all existed in or near Arabia and the Arabs were familiar with their histories. So because they knew their histories, it was very easy to draw upon their histories for lessons, for their present. The destruction of their nations, was a reminder to the Quraysh and everybody that nobody can escape divine justice. The final story in the surah is the story of Musa alaihissalatu wasallam, with a strong focus on the downfall of the Pharaoh. This ties in perfectly with the theme of the surah. Even the mighty king of Egypt, who thought himself a god, could not escape Allah's power and justice, as the theme of punishment and destruction runs strongly throughout the surah it is clear to see why it would cause the Prophet so much worry and concern about his nation. There is another beautiful theme that flows through these three Suwar. Surah Yunus gives us an example of a Prophet who left his people and then returned to them. Surah Hud gives us examples of Prophets who stayed with their nations until their nations were destroyed. And Surah Yusuf gives us an example of a Prophet who was cast out by his people, but they eventually returned to him. These three surahs, placed one after the other, shows us the variety of reactions to the messages of the Prophets. The rest of the Juz is focused on Surah Yusuf, which is unique in many ways. It is the only story of a prophet told in one flowing chronological order in just one surah. It is considered by many to be the best of stories. In fact, it is referred to as such in the Qur'an. It was revealed at a time when the Prophet Muhammad needed comfort and optimism, basically after Ta'if. And it is one of the most often recited and reflected on surahs in the Qur'an today. If there's going to be a course on a surah in the Qur'an, it's generally going to be the story of Surah Yusuf or Surah Kaf. A powerful theme that runs throughout this surah concerns family. We see the Prophet Yusuf facing the rejection of his family and the eventual reconciliation after he rises to power. This mirrors the story of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. Neither Yunus ﷺ or Hud ﷺ had to deal with their families rejecting them. Prophet Muhammad ﷺ at the time of the revelation of Surah Yusuf had just lost the protection of his tribe. His uncle Abu Talib had passed away and Abu Lahab had taken over the tribe. For the first time, the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ faced persecution without tribal support and this surah was sent to give him hope. As Yusuf eventually rose to power in Egypt, Prophet Muhammad ﷺ was destined to rise to power in Medina as well. The theme of jealousy also runs throughout this surah and again mirrors the struggles of the Prophet ﷺ. As Yusuf had to deal with the jealousy of his brothers, Entire tribes rejected the Prophet Muhammad because he was not from their tribe and they were jealous that the revelation had been sent to a prophet, to a person, an orphan from Banu Hashim instead. The parallels between the two stories continue throughout Surah Yusuf. In other words, Surah Yusuf went through various stages in his life and this went from being favorite child, abandoned in a well, Slavery, Imprisonment, and eventually, minister. The Prophet also went through similar phases. Favorite, Hated, Exiled, Leader, Conqueror. The story reminds us that not all of Yusuf wasallam's brothers were evil. Likewise, the family of the Prophet Muhammad included both allies and enemies. Yusuf wasallam rejected temptation and was ready to face imprisonment instead. The Prophet ﷺ rejected multiple bribes and offers and accepted exile instead. The above similarities show us why this surah was revealed at that time. It provided the Prophet ﷺ with hope through the story of a great man who went through similar trials. Just as Yusuf ﷺ eventually was successful, it was a sign that the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ would also one day be successful in his mission. I want to focus specifically on what Allah سبحانه وتعالى says after Surah Yusuf's story had come to an end. Allah says, Verse number 111, Allah says, Indeed, in their stories, meaning the stories of the prophets, there is عِبْرَةٌ, there is a lesson. In fact, there are lessons. الْأَلْبَابِ For the possessors of intellect. People with insight and intellect will be able to derive many, many lessons from the stories of the prophets. Ma kana haditha yuftara? This is not a made-up story. This is not a fabrication. This is divine history. This story confirms that it is a testification of what had come before it. In other words, The revelation of the stories of the prophets to Nabi Muhammad was a testimony to his listeners that he was in fact a prophet of God because he knew of incidences and stories that were far out of his reach, especially because he was unletted. And it also confirmed the history that these prophets were in fact prophets of God. Watafsila kulli shay. And it was also a means to elaborate and explain everything that they needed. wahudan And guidance. This revelation is meant to be guidance. In other words, if we, are, if we are in need for clarification for our own life's narratives, look into the stories of the prophets and messengers and we may see تَفْصِيلَ kulli shay, An explanation for everything. We may see hudan, guidance. We may see similarities in our lives and struggles and tribulations as we do in the lives and struggles and tribulations of the prophets and messengers and because we base our lives on their lives and we take lessons from their lessons it could have for us ورحمة, a mercy يؤمنون, for people who believe and we hope and pray that we can be from among them and with that we turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in supplication kulluhu wa اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك ولعظيم سلطانك فلك الحمد يا رب لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك فلك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ولك الحمد إذا رضيت أن دائماً أبداً اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم على سيدنا محمدٍ في الأولين وصلِّ وسلِّم على سيدنا محمدٍ في الآخرين وصلِّ وسلم, وسلِّم على سيدنا محمدٍ في كل وقتٍ وحين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الملائئ الاعلى الى يوم الدين وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد حتى ترث الارض ومن عليها وانت خير الوارثين ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكنن من الخاسرين ربنا اغفر وارحم وانت الراحمين يا ربنا يا الله we come to you as humble servants we come to you as humble students ya allah teach us that which will be beneficial to us Ya Allah, allow us insight into the lives of the great servants of yours who had walked this earth before us. The lives of the Prophets and the Messengers, the Siddiqeen and the Shuhada and the Salihin. Ya Allah, allow us to walk in their footsteps. Ya Allah, you've commanded us to pray. Mustaqim. Guide us, O oh Allah, to the straight path. Ya Allah, you've also commanded us to follow in their footsteps. And that is the straight path. Ya Allah Sirat Al an Amta the path of those whom you had favoured, not the paths of those who had earned anger, nor the paths of those who had gone astray. Ya Rabbi we want to be from among those who earned your favor. Ya Allah, we want to earn your favor. Ya Arhamar Rahimin Ya Allah, in these holy days and nights of Ramadan, we turn to you in supplication. We worship you as best as we can. Ya Allah, we are weak sinning servants. Ya Allah, these blessings of Ramadan are far beyond what we deserve. Yet you are Karim, You are most generous and most noble and most kind, Ya Allah, to shower us with these blessings. Ya Allah, we thank you for the blessings of Iman. We thank you for the blessings of Islam. We thank you for the blessings of the Qur'an. We thank you for the blessings of the Sharia. We thank you for the blessings of the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We thank you for making us part of his Ummah. Ya Allah, we thank you for the guidance. Ya Allah, we ask that you guide us with that guidance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask that you guide us to righteous lives in this world. world, Lives in this world that earns your pleasure and earns your love and earns your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to guide us away from and protect us from evil lives and evil life choices. Ya Rabbal Alameen, we ask that you protect us from evil. Ya Allah, we ask that you make us successful in this world and make us successful in the world you're after. Ya Allah, we make dua for all of our parents our grandparents, our great-grandparents, our forefathers, all of those who had contributed to who we are today, especially all of those who had contributed to the faith that we hold in our hearts today. Ya Allah, bless them in their graves. Ya Allah, shower them with your nur, shower them with your mercy. Ya Allah, elevate their status in the year after. Ya Allah, elevate them through the deeds that we do for your sake, Ya Allah. Allow them to share in the reward. For verily, Ya Allah, we would not be doing these deeds had it not been for their contributions in our lives today. Ya Allah, we similarly pray and make dua for our progeny, our children and their offspring till the day of Qiyamah that they remain strong upon your faith. Ya Allah, that they, that they remain strong upon your Sirat Al-Mustaqeem, that they remain strong upon the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that they remain strong upon Iman and Taqwa. Ya Allah, we ask that you keep them in the fold of Islam and that you guide them, that they may be the best of this world and the best of the world hereafter. after. Ya Allah, we pray that you accept our ibadah in this month of Ramadan We ask that you forgive us in this month of Ramadan. We ask that you bless us and protect us throughout this month of Ramadan and grant us good health. Ya Allah, we make dua for all of those who are experiencing ill health at home and in the hospitals. Ya Allah, grant them complete shifa. Ya Allah, alleviate their burdens, alleviate their difficulties. Ya Arhamar al Ya Allah, we ask that you remove their pain and their suffering. Ya Allah, for all of the believing men and the believing women who have passed on from this world, we ask that you forgive them that you have mercy upon them and that you settle them in high places in Jannah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, turn their graves into gardens of the gardens of paradise, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, accept our du'as, accept our du'as, Ya Allah, accept our du'as, accept our du'as on behalf of all our brothers and sisters around the world, those who need it the most, Ya Rabbil Alameen, and everyone else, Ya Allah, for your mercy encompasses all. ummi wa ala alihi wa 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 sallam.